0: Sache hai yambo hana mosayanda la mosakhi anda mosasha tani yanda ngani hana namoso yandiyanda mosasha ta yandi anda ka yanda moko bo yanda ya sathamo i yandiyan mosasha
1: tayanda yanda mosoko yandi anyana mo ko am ti am an the amogahi anda namo soshakandi anda namo Mosashati anda namo sashati anda namo kanyadi anda namo hoja anihi soshoto. Thank you, Father, so much for your fire, your all-consuming fire, 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 fire,
0: fire, fire. Fire, fire, fire. Fire
2: of the Lord. Fire,
0: fire,
2: fire. Fire, fire,
0: fire. Fire, fire, fire. fire, fire, fire. Fire of the Lord. Fire,
2: fire, fire. Fire, fire, fire.
0: Fire, fire, fire. Fire of the Lord,
2: Fire of
0: the Lord,
1: Fire of the Lord, and Hasokuya Shataya ya so cool. Hasada Mosai
0: Shata, 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 Shata. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you,
1: thank you, thank you, thank you hallelujah hallelujah thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you God having a heart to praise having a heart to worship no matter no matter about anything else. There's such a hunger to demonstrate, such a hunger to say, Father, I'm right here. It's like being in a classroom and a teacher taking role and you're so excited to raise your hand and say, present. Lord, I'm present. I'm present. When it comes to being available, I'm present. When it comes to being slow to speak and quicker to hear, I'm present. When it comes to knowing myself to exalt everybody else, I'm present. To die to myself, I'm present. To continue to remain Christ-like, I'm present. To deny the ways of the world, I'm present. To know the old man has passed away, I'm present. To continue to endure. I'm present to continue to stir myself up. I'm present to continue to use my faith. Present to continue to remain. Present to continue to remember. Present. Sometimes we got to go back and reminisce. If he did it before, he can do it again. If he did it before, he can do it again. If he did it before, he could do it again. Before the foundation of the world, he already knew the thoughts and plans he had concerning us. So if I know that now, I can know it over and over again. I can remember... And I could pull from that memory, right in a mess of opposition that's trying to come up against me. And there goes my praise. If he did it before, he could do it again. We know too much. He showed us too much, revealed himself too much. Reveal this kingdom too much We know too much We heard too much We seen too much We embrace too many encounters To forget if he did it before He could do it again So if I'm encountering something That doesn't operate in the kingdom My thoughts What I seen What I heard before What I encountered before is always available again and again and again and again because what he did before he can do it again because the same yesterday today and forevermore refreshing is purifying it's clean it's better it's new that's like when you drink that warm or cool substance going down and it feels so good the sensation of it being either cool or being warm feeling so what Ah, refreshed so refreshing Just like when we bathe, feel so much better before we got in. That water hit our body, refreshed. Let's get this day started. That water woke us up. God give us an everlasting water that keeps us up. Proverbs speak about wisdom. Be alert for me. Want more of me. Don't become too busy. Don't think you know everything. Stay low. Because bless all the poor in spirit. That word poor doesn't mean poverty. Doesn't mean without. It means having. Bless all the humble. Bless are those who know who they are. Bless are those who don't mind being behind the scene. Bless are those who's not focused on anything other than God's glory. Bless are those who can remember their deliverance. Bless are those who who can remember his healing working power. Bless are those who can remember when they were hungry he fed you. Bless are those who can remember when you had nowhere to stay and he used someone to prepare a place for you. Bless are those who don't forget. Bless are those who are not ashamed. Bless are the poor spirit for there's the kingdom of heaven. Let me tell you why God called it a secret place. Because a lot take place in secret that he do not want to expose because he does not want to expose anybody's dirty laundry. See, i sharpened arms when we can recognize that we have uprooted those things out by allowing him to do so. Getting rid of all the issues, all the generational things that we don't want others to see. And many of the times don't want to even testify about. But in secret, it's you and him, him and you, the entire kingdom supporting you regarding every issue that we embrace from life on this earth. The issues of life. Have to get all that stuff out in our secret place. He won't expose us, he won't tell nobody what we've been through, what we've been going through, the things that we don't want nobody to know that he uprooted. While we going through that process, because that process is growth. Going to a higher level of maturity. See it takes maturity to say I used to smoke, I don't know more I used to fornicate, I don't know more I used to masturbate, I don't anymore I used to watch pornography, I don't anymore I smoke crack but I don't anymore Crack is whack I used to get drunk like a skunk But now I'm drunk for Jesus I used to get high in the basement Now I'm high in the spirit I used to be broke, now I'm rich. I was sick, now I'm healed. I was confused, now my mind is stable. I felt lonely, now I know that all of heaven supports me. I didn't like myself, now I love myself. I had on a mask, now the mask is gone. I was insecure Now I have a high self-esteem My level of confidence is on the rise I used to be arrogant Now I'm humble I used to be prideful Now I'm humble I used to be greedy Now I'm not I used to be fearful Now I'm not I used to lie so much Now I want to tell the truth I used to love gossiping Now I gossip good news I used to love violent music. Now I'm a worshiper in song and in dance. That's how we know we mature. We can say what happened before. Talk about where we are now, which is farther than where we were before. And where we are going. Where we never been. Because he's the same. Yesterday, today, and forevermore. If he did it before, he can do it again. Here's a bill, God. If I did it before, I can do it again. Foreclosure, God. If I did it before... I'm in a car accident. Don't look like I can make it out if I did it before. And he don't have to do it to you before, but he did it before. Come on, somebody. He did it before. He have done it before. And he would do it again. It's not the only generation that been through something. What was the purpose of Moses. 400 years captivity. They went through something in that generation during that time in their land. And look at God. Look at Nineveh, the purpose of Jonah. Go to Nineveh. They are running wild, fearful, afraid, lustful, forgetting This is nothing new in this generation. When it comes to, you understand, being in deception, deception is deception, no matter what generation. And glory is glory, no matter what generation. God is God no matter what generation God is the highest no matter what generation God is God all by himself no matter what generation God so loved the world no matter what generation Christ got up no matter what generation We are blessed going in and blessed going out No matter what generation Hallelujah Hallelujah He wants us to be fully convinced. Hey, we know it now. So if it looked like trouble, it's God. Okay, now we aware, we comprehend that well. We got it. We no longer respond the way how we used to. Okay, we got it now. We got it. Okay, that bill, okay, that's God. That's God. Okay, that doctor report, okay, that's God. That pay, okay, that's God. That's God. Let me remind myself. Let me reminisce. If he did it before, he can do it again. The children of God marched around Jericho. They were going through something in that time. Their generation. Look at Noah and the ark. They were going through something in that time. Look at their generation. Sodom and Gomorrah. Look at their generation. If he did it before, If he delivered before, if he helped before, if he came through before, he can do it again. So many testimonies. As him doing the same, by him being the same, yesterday, today, and forevermore. Restoration is not just about us. He's enlarging our outcoats for them, those who are around us. It's not beneficial, but it's good to be around other people and we're soaking and we're going back and forth with the knowledge that we know. You're telling me what I know and I'm telling you what you know. About who we know? We both know we are whosoever. But how about whoever don't know they are whosoever? Where are they? The people that you have our names on, Father. The places and the things. When I wake up, I don't know what time it is anymore. I be thinking it's the next day. It's 9.50. I'm thinking it's Thursday. No, it's Tuesday. Oh. Just being spiritually led. What we think it's so hard to do, it's just so simple to just follow. Holy Spirit. And God fills us up with a passion to go and do it. It's like It's a t- determination that we cannot refuse. What he called me to do, don't feel pressure. Because if you don't feel it, then it's not for you to do. He may have you to support me while I'm doing it. Don't ever look at somebody else in ministry and say, well, I'm not doing enough. No, that's just not what he have you to do. You got to focus on your assignment. And what he already have you to do. See, the Levites, they worked inside the house. That's why they weren't no tribe of Levi, because they worked inside the tabernacle. Similar to deacons today, keeping the people that came to the altar in the house and welcoming those who's coming in the house, but under a new covenant, also work outside the house because the house expands to many locations all over the world. Too many religions serving the same God, Son, and Holy Spirit. Something gotta be done about that. There are over 23 states just in this country, other nations have also capital punishment, the death penalty. Something got to be done about that. It's not okay for us to say someone deserved to die due to what they done. Now, serving your time is your time. But to say that you deserve to die, I'm not okay with that. And they want to give you a last meal. And then just took that away three years ago. Majority of the states Because too many people were, you know, wasting the money. Because they lost a sudden appetite. Spend thousands, because there's no limit to what you want to eat for your last meal. And people go berserk. I want five lobsters, a bucket of KFC. I want olives. I want a big two liter soda. I want chocolate cream pie. People start naming everything they can think about. And then when that moment leads up to them being executed, they don't have an appetite. Would you? There's a chair waiting for me. They about to strap me down. I can't escape this. They about to kill me. And then they're gonna have people sit there and watch me die. Something has to be done about that. Too many people falsely accused. Something gotta be done about that. See the thing is when it comes to protesting and campaigning, we gotta think about the abolitionists. We have to think about. The Renaissance and the entrepreneurs historically, their protests, their campaigns, their marches, was against violence. The whole March of Martin Luther King wasn't just freedom; it was, you know, no violence, having an equal right. You will not be judged by the color of your skin, by your religion your gender, your age, but by the content of your character. non nonviolence. non And somehow, this generation is, you know, we got to get it together. Because we're thinking the complete opposite as to what they release unto us as a legacy, being legendary. Something happened, we all get together feeling the same emotional ways, corruptible, contrary to the fruits of the spirit. We come together angry, feeling violent, disrespected, out of fear and weary. And that's why it keeps happening. Because we're addressing a problem on the level of the problem. That's not what the abolitionists did. That's not what they've done, period. They did the opposite. They did a march for peace. A march for love. They spoke about, they marched about the fruits of the spirit. They never marched about anything contrary to that. Now, people still retaliate even with Rodney King and Martin Luther King. But then we begin to realize, we begin to realize, wait a second. Now we're back in our homes after we done threw our mattresses out the house, burned them up on fire, busting down windows, tearing down, blowing up people's, you understand, businesses in our own community. Even those doing the Rodney King, you know, you understand, March, they realize what did we just do? What point are we making 10 of our own stuff? We work so hard. We have a business as an African American who had ancestors who were born here without their permission. I have a business here? I can read, I can write. I went to school, I learned. I have a business. My own source of income. I have customers, clientele. And then we go blowing up stuff. Kicking down stuff. busting stuff up. And they got to invest in so much more money to rebuild. And those who tore it up are not helping to rebuild don't even know who they are, where they went. That doesn't prove anything, but we're angry and anger begets more anger. There are no excuses for why people do what they do, but they have their reasons as to why. And many of them are generational, It could be, you understand, our upbringing, how they were taught, because no one born saying any of the things that we do now. That's not our answer to our teacher in kindergarten. What do you want to be when you grow up? A victim, homeless, a crackhead, a prostitute. A rapist. A arsonist. I want to be a police officer who beat on other people. And I realized, due to my research, a lot of the police brutality, and any brutality, even out the police force, is done due to them being bullied. I say it's no excuse, but people still have reasons as to them doing what they do. Now I have a badge. Now I have a gun, a weapon. I'm going to abuse my authority. Everybody is a suspect of me. Because everybody, look at, people look at everybody, is the same. One person do something, they think we all have done it. Everybody teased me. Or every black man hates white people. Every white man hates black people. And blacks and whites both hate Asians. See how all that sounds? But every year we come together, January 15th or 16th, at Martin Luther King's Memorial, and remember what he said. But doing something totally different. And a dream still lives on. But you know what's so important that God said to me? Everybody has a dream. Everybody. Everybody who can close their eyes and go to sleep, which we all humans do. All the way down to childhood, have a dream. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So come together for a better purpose. I was on my way to California because of what happened to the man in the wheelchair. He was in a wheelchair, they thought he was a suspect which they said he fit a description of another man who appeared to be in a wheelchair hours earlier had a a knife and stabbed up a 46 year old man who was in critical condition so they rode around and they seen the man in a wheelchair but the thing is they all got out their cars they called back up and they were saying things to him that he wasn't doing so he got really alarmed Put your hands up, his hands up. Don't pull no weapon, put the weapon down. He like, I don't have no weapon. So if someone telling you to stop doing what you know you're not doing, that means they're trying to get away with trying to do something to you that you know they shouldn't do. I don't have no weapon, why are you telling me that? What are you trying to do to me to get away with? So they tasered him twice, it didn't work. So a cop thought it'd be a great idea to rush him and open fire 10 times. So he get up, his, his legs been amputated. So he hopped out the wheelchair and ran on knees. Basically, it's on video. They might have pulled it back because it's for evidence, but they had the whole world to see. He was limping away on his knees, being shot in the back. Ten bullets fired at him. They called his mother his family the next day. He had an ID, had a whole wallet on him. And they thought it'd be a great idea, a better idea to call his family the next day so they could cover up why they did what they have done. And we have heard nothing else about a description of anything that's been called in for somebody in a wheelchair who appeared to stab up someone. So what happens to that story? I don't know. Maybe it'll come back, maybe it won't. The man didn't have any weapon. All his family want to know is, why didn't you tell us when he died that he died? Why you wait a whole day later? And why did you say that he was a threat? He's in a wheelchair. What more can you expect him to do? He wasn't a threat. And where's the night that you say he had, allegedly? So this Caucasian cop is on administrative leave with Pay, But the five Tennessee cops, plus others, were fired and jailed without pay. You understand? So it's not about race. We can't make it about that. We can't make it about, you understand, anger, bitter, gender, age. It's about knowing that evil is present. And that's why it's so important for us who have the gift of wisdom to release people the knowledge that comes with it. So they can make a better decision because people without wisdom have a lack of it. They're suffering because of it. Many people, like in Hosea, say many people are suffering because of lack of what? Knowledge. You're going to suffer without wisdom. You're going to suffer without knowledge. How many right now wish they can take back what they know they shouldn't have done? There are some permanent decisions and there are some temporary ones. A permanent decision is saying or doing what cannot be changed. For an example, you just murdered somebody in broad daylight and you have life in prison But it's not going to change the fact that you can rededicate your life while you're in prison. But they're not going to free your body out, even though your mind is free, your spirit is free, and your soul is free. But your physical body is still in that prison. That's a permanent decision. Versus someone verbal abusing someone. And they begin to forgive them because they don't want, you understand not to forgive them because the person asking for forgiveness because they don't wanna see the person without them. Then they realize that they don't want to do that anymore because the person threatened to leave. I don't want you to live without me. I don't wanna live without you here. I'm sorry. And there goes the healing process for them both and they make a fresh start. Some are temporary decisions that we make and some are permanent. But it doesn't change the fact that was good and was bad was right and was wrong. See, God is with us no matter what decisions that we make, but he says to us, choose life. Because it keeps us from wishing that we chose death, the wrong thing, the evil thing. Sometimes we can say things out of our mouths and try to take it back. But even though people forgive, they will still have boundaries to know how far to go with you, to know how much to show you or expose to you so they won't ever encounter that moment with you ever again. Especially if somebody keeps saying the same thing when they're angry. Oh, you really feel that way. Because you keep saying it. That's how you really feel. So we have to be used to help people make better decisions. Because we have wisdom. Those without God don't. Proverbs 6-8 says... Without wisdom, it's like flirting with death. It's like flirting with death without wisdom. Now, God want me to get on the subject about having the ear to hear what he have you to do. See, it's different when we're not hearing because we're doing what we want to do. But when we're doing what God wants us to do, and then there are people that love us, are dear to us, like family and friends and colleagues, want to tell us what they think is best for us. But we have to take a stand. I love you. I thank God for you. I know you care about me. But I'm going to wait on God. You should leave. You should stay. You shouldn't take that job. You should walk away from that job board. You understand? Take that house. Don't take that house. I wouldn't. You it. I'm going to wait on God. I appreciate it, though. I know you love me. Especially when it comes to relationships, because everybody is not to walk away in a sense of it's being destroyed. Some God will pull away to bring it back stronger than before. And sometimes people that love us only see the outer picture. But don't know what it's like when we are together alone. The love that we do have. The memories that we do cherish. Because God never desires us to give up on anybody whether we with them or not. Some of us just walk away and be like, whatever. No. I'm going to pray for you, but I'll pray for you while I'm over here. I'm not going to give up on you. Whatever God wants to do in and through you, I'm going to have him to do it. But I won't do it over here. We can't allow family and friends. And think about this. Family and friends will support us no matter what. But if we know we're doing what God wants us to do, don't allow anyone to change your mind or change my mind. We have to be confident in our God, confident in our right standing. I'm not moving until God tell me something otherwise. And if God not speaking, and you're waiting for a long time, maybe you have to give up something. What I mean by that: miracles come by fasting and pray. Some miracles come by fasting and pray. Not all, some. And Christ said that Himself. And I'm gonna tell you, a sacrifice naturally is just saying, Father, I'm serious. I really want an answer regarding this thing. I really want to prosper regarding this. I want you to see me through this. I want to see myself through this. No matter what it is, it don't have to be a whole day without whatever you're doing, like me. When I want to become more quicker and shopping regarding discovering more of who I am and not fasting for what we already have. We already healed. Don't fast for that. You already delivered. Don't fast for that. You understand? You're already rich. Don't fast for what Christ already got up for. What we sitting on the right hand of God with. To become more aware. See, fasting is development on the inside. And it shows on the outside. Because people see the change. Oh, you're not the same. Uh-uh. You've been with God because no one else can do this but, you know what I'm saying, him. Because you used to be like, and now you're like, you used to feel like, now you feel like. You used to dress like, now you dress like. You used to talk like, now you talk like. Hallelujah. Seriously. Seriously. And we have to just, you know, sometimes I would just give up, you know, my morning meal. I have to be a whole, every, you know, all day. Sometimes I go all day. Sometimes I don't. You know, your spirit let you know when you need to fast and pray. It could be how you want it to be. It's your fast. <laughs> God just see that sacrifice that you you are willing to make you know a change due to what you normally do giving up brevix and just fast until you know half of the day God see that hunger you watch TV so much don't watch it for the majority of the day or certain shows that you know I just don't want anymore. You understand? I come against these housewives shows. Uh I want to start a new housewife show with the real housewives. You understand? Those who are in the kitchen cooking and those who are taking care of the kids for real and those who carpooling and come on, ladies. <laughs> you understand? Those who really being a housewife. Cooking for your family, praying with your family, going to church with your family, going out to have fun with your family, laughing, playing games with your family, surprising members in your family and your husband, and doing things for him and buying him things and taking time out for him and having him feel like he's important, which he is, and, and every member in the home is not just. Dress up, hair done, makeup fierce, surgeries, and the baby's always with the nanny. Always got a hand out, where's your wallet? Not even, hey honey, or hey sweetie, or whatever. No, where's your wallet? And all I see them doing is giving them things, and the women not Doing anything in return, not showing no time of appreciation. I don't care what reality show, basketball wise, NFL wise, Housewives of Potomac, Housewives of D.C., Housewives of Connecticut, Housewives of New York. I'll put it out there. It is it's a shame. Now they got a new one. Church wise, whatever. And you can just look at the cover. I don't even want to watch it. Because <laughs> for one, your thighs are showing. That's not what we do. Because our body is our temple. It's holy and presentable. Why is my breast showing? It's not to become entangled with the world. To become conformed. It's to be transformed. By the renewal of our mind. And if we stay with that transformation. They're going to come alongside. Because we win. We have the victory. The ways of the world doesn't. The enemy has been defeated. Hallelujah! I want a real reality show of the real housewives. You understand? Not just sitting up together with all these ladies gossiping about what your husbands not doing. drinking and all these things and not even saying anything positive about anything, not even praying, not even thanking God for where you are there's nothing wrong with having money but there's something wrong if money have you Hallelujah. Seriously. I want to see some real housewives. (laughs) Get a a wife around different parts of this planet. (laughs) We got some, we got one in Africa. We got one in America, one from the islands. We got one from Russia. A person from every nation. That brings togetherness. And see the ways how it is. Everybody lives differently. But one thing I know about me as a mother, not even a wife, but as a mother, (laughs) you become everything. (laughs) You become a doctor. You become a lawyer. You become a chef. You understand? Uh, You become... Just about every good thing for your kids. <laughs> and you you Michael, man, so well. They'd be like, you not do all that. Yeah, i not do all that. <laughs> you not, and I can do it mostly all at once. <laughs> Washing, cooking, cleaning, sewing, helping with homework, everything at once. Because that's what we do. That's what we do, right? Mothers, that's what we do. And fathers, that's what we do. Gotta learn how to multitask. And we teach our kids to do it too. Come on. <laughs> I got a little bit of what you call it, ancient mama in my spirit. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. I got that old time. I'm trying to tell you in my spirit. Don't let the looks fool you. I'm trying to tell you. No matter what kind of outfit I got or polish on my nails, it doesn't even matter. Still washing. I have a dishwasher. I didn't even use yet. Because I'm used to washing with my hands and I prefer it that way. Nothing wrong with a dishwasher, I'm just saying. I don't mind Mm-hmm. Oh <laughs> my right, Lord. Lord, Lord, Lord. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hallelujah. <laughs> Seriously. I don't mind getting on the floor, scrubbing the toilets inside out. In fact, I love the clean. Seriously. Used to it. Used to it. <laughs> it doesn't matter, mansion or not, billions, trillions or not, I'm still gonna get down with the get down. Still gonna multitask in the kitchen, in the rooms, and it doesn't matter. In the front yard, backyard, doesn't matter. And I thank God that I learned how to be that way. I'm not the one. <laughs> my fingernail, oh my God, my lash, oh, don't touch my hair, oh, don't kiss me, my makeup, you better get out of here. You <laughs> better get out of here. I'm trying to tell you. That's why I thank God for all of you just loving me because you're seeing who I am. It doesn't matter if I have a ball gown, dress on, I'm going to dance like David with that bald dress on If the spirit of the Lord hit me like that, yes, I will have done it plenty of times and still will do it. I know you feel the same way. Hallelujah. There are some people that are in the hospital and they already talking about their services while they still breathing. Dad, you're talking about a will, I'm still living about royalties. What I'm going to leave behind? I'm still here. Come on. For real. For real. How much money you got? Come on. For real. How much money you don't have? Come on. For real. A man got to have this, 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 this. Let me tell you something. The earth have us to say these things. I'm going to tell you like this Holy Spirit. For us females and us men, when we say things like that, what a person gotta have before we can have, we miss the mark. Because who we need (laughs) is who we have. And that's all we need. Ashford and Simpson is a perfect example. I don't know which one is Ashford, which one is Simpson. The name, they both got neutral names. But let me just say the woman opened the door And he was homeless. And she would take him in. Let him go and bathe himself. You know, go over there and bathe. You'll be fine. I'll fish you something to eat. Not even knowing. This is your husband. And you guys about to make history. Because he's a a music genius. He writes. He sings. He produces. Many of the songs that many been remade today off of his beats and his lyrics, and they've been together the entire time. Even when one of them went home to be with the Lord, never remarried. Because when you're with your soulmate, there is nobody else. Coretta, there was no other Martin. <laughs> you understand? Now, I'm not saying nobody can remarry, but I'm just saying, come on, somebody. No one can replace your love. And you don't even want to even have no one there as your love in that way. Because you've been touched that way. And nothing else would ever do. Hallelujah. Jacob, he could have had somebody after Rachel. He was lacking one wife. She passed. He did not want. No one can take Rachel's place. The only reason why they had concubines. The husband slept with them. And the handmaids. Is because. A legacy is children. That you leave behind. Regarding a family's bloodline. You understand the name. For that generation. So they conceived a lot. And the women feel like they couldn't conceive. They they didn't want that much on them as one. So we're going to need some help. And many religions traditionally do that today. And it's in Islam. We have more than one wife. Because I want more children. I want a lot. I want to leave behind a lot of children. The more the merrier. And one can't do it alone. Maybe too many for two to do. Hallelujah. But that's for that's for you know that gotta change. You understand? Oh God. This new day and age, you know what I'm saying? And nobody saying nothing, you understand? like either. Nobody saying nothing, you understand? Know like. We ain't getting down like that. You understand? God say, a man that findeth a wife, not... Amen. That's kind of wise. You understand? Kind of a good thing. Hallelujah. So when it comes to whatever you and God are discussing, and you're waiting to hear, don't move, and don't allow family and friends to have you to move. Well, you can deserve better than that. I understand. I understand. And a lot of these things happen because we venting and we're talking because, you know, we want to get it off our chest, but we didn't expect no one to throw it back in our face. And it seemed to happen at the wrong time. This is not the time for you to tell me. I told you so. You don't think I already know what's going on? You think I don't know this person disrespecting me? You think I don't know that I'm being abused? You think I don't think I don't know about the, you know, infidelity? Come on. You think I don't know but Do they act like they have no relationship with God? That goes for any of us. Seriously, guys. We got to pray with our family members. We can't just tell them, I told you so without saying that. You deserve better. Yes. But let me let God see me through this because this can be my better. Because he's about to begin to know better. Or she's about to begin to know better. Let's see it through. Continue to pray with me. And if God having you to say things not in your flesh, because he wouldn't do that, but in your spirit to just pray with me, intercede with me. So I can hear what I need to do, not just you hearing what you think that would be done, be best for me to do. Excuse me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. God keeps showing me all kinds of forms of romance. I woke up this morning to all these red roses in a vision. And you know how somebody put their fingers together like, and they, you know, stretch them out like in the shape of my heart. I've been getting that all day. God been really doing things, showing himself. I'm like, okay, thank you, Father. So much love in the air. It's not always about another person. Buying things for yourself. Hug and kiss yourself. If you can look in the mirror without any clothes and still feel the same way with clothes, I mean your best clothes, then you have self-esteem in yourself. Confidence in yourself. But without the clothes, and we feel like, mm, I don't like this. I don't like how I look. I don't like how I feel. Allow God to get those things out. Because many of us embrace things that were said to us. You're ugly. You're fat. Your hair nappy. You're bald. Hood wrapped. Arrogant, selfish, easy target, soft, wimpy, people run all over you, bully, nasty, greedy, all these things. That we embraced. And God just stripping them away. In a secret place. Why? So he can reward us openly. And what's the reward? Self-discovery. On the front line. It's just like a trophy. God is showcasing. The apple of his eye. Some words can really hurt. And sometimes they're not easy for us to, you know, act as if they've never been said. But life goes on. Some deeds were horrific. It was just disrespectful and messed up. I did all this and you curried me like that. You talked to me like that. You treated me like that. Man, forget you, ma. That's not what God do to us. That's not what Christ have ever done walking here. We can't do that. We got to forgive even if God pull us away from a distance. We can't just have people on a job or in a family or in relationships in the dark. Don't know what's going on. We have to, we have to communicate. Until God say anything, it's going to be like this. I'm not going to play around with your mind. I'm not going to play no mind games with you. I'm not going to play no tug and war. I'm not playing cat mouse. I'm not playing you can get it this day. You can't have it the next day. No. That's regarding any colleague, any family member, or any marriage or relationship. Because we are worth more than that. I wasn't in many relationships but I was taking things that were coming my way with the ones I were in. And I thank God that I know my worth. And I thank God for those individuals who I ran into throughout the years and apologized I'm sorry if I ever hurted you. Or I'm sorry for hurting you. I'm sorry for lying. I'm sorry for cheating. Or whatever you have done. I'm sorry. You deserve more than that. You understand. Don't allow someone's bitterness to cause you to become bitter. Don't allow someone's, you know, lack of knowledge cause you to forget wisdom. Don't allow someone's, you understand, feeling abused and misused cause you to feel like you forgot your worth or I forgot mine. Like when it comes to the homeless people, I had to give them a speech. You're not going to give up on yourself any longer because we're not going to let you. You're not the only ones who've been evicted. You're not the only ones who've been fired. You're not the only ones who don't have that much family support. So stop trying to cast yourself out as an outcast. You have vision on the inside of you. You have dreams on the inside of you. You've been in this state of living too long. This is not permanent for you. So stop dressing up these tents. Put mats down and welcome here. Furniture inside. This is not your home. This not it for you. Go back to dreaming again. Dreaming your dream again and bring it to pass. And when we talk like that with confidence regarding people and them caring, it works every time. Now, some may take a little longer than others, but it works. So God used me to say a little bit of everything. I thank God for we all being blessed by it. And forgive, I mean, not forgive me, but excuse me how I sound when I started out with this. You know, wanted to sing. I felt like singing. Don't care how it sound. That's how I felt. Hallelujah. I love you. Greater is He that is in us than He that is in the world. I love you.